You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. Pleased to be joined now out on Radio Row in Miami by the best-looking guy out here, the oh. one and only <laughs> former center for the New York Jets, now doing all sorts of fun stuff, Nick Mangold. Nick, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. That was the best intro I've gotten, I think, in years. Are you sure? Because <laughs> are you repaying the one I gave you? No, that um, it was beautiful. Okay, I believe brought, you. Almost brought a tear to my eye. We were talking uh, right before we started recording about concerts and about Ohio. I've uh, I've been to Cedar Point. That's really all I can offer to the conversation. Uh, so really cool. But you were telling us about your first concert, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, my first concert um, uh, was at the Nutter Center in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I, it was in eighth grade, um, and it wasn't Hanson. Uh, Black, Black <laughs> right. Sabbath. Okay. My first concert. It's um, very impressive. Did you get the set list? No, I I barely remember. I mean, um, I, I remember Crazy Train, which was fantastic. But after that, you know, I also remember um, all just the people around us because it was me and my buddy. My parents just let us go, um, and like seeing the people watching. Like I, we were waiting for uh, after the show. Like we're waiting to get picked up, and you seeing everybody come out of the concert, and that was some yeah, of the yeah. best people watching I've had uh, ever. What's the people watching been like in Miami so far? Um, you know, I haven't been here long enough yet for the full um, people watching experience. I got in last night, um, had a lovely dinner uh, at Lure Fish Bar. Um, uh, go Josh Capon, uh, friend of the firm. Um, but and then I went to bed and I have four kids. Um, so I turned the air conditioning down. Uh, I oh. think I was in bed by 10. Um, and had the best sleep I've had in months. How far are we talking on the AC? Like, are you like a 60 degree guy? Yeah, the lowest it will go. That's terrifying for me. <laughs> no, that's the best way to do it. They, and actually, if you talk to any offensive lineman, that was the routine. Uh, whenever you would get into a hotel for an away game, the first thing you do is you put your bag down, you turn the air down, and you close the shades. Do you have and like I, a- I will guarantee almost to a man, every offensive lineman will have that same routine is there a, a city that's more known for like the hotels here that ac it rocks no because they always switch um you know rare rarely did we stay in the same hotel um especially like when we go up to new england new england we were always staying in different hotels um miami it was kind of hit or miss even buffalo sometimes we stay downtown sometimes we'd stay out um so it was you never knew where you were going to stay. We we have stayed in some fantastic ones. Though. Uh, when we were in Chicago, it, it, this was oh, this was beautiful. We're in Chicago. We play. Um, it's December. It's like maybe December twentieth or so, and huge snowstorm. So we get snowed in. We can't leave. So the AC makes sense here. Okay. AC was perfect. But uh, we were staying at the Trump Hotel in Chicago, and it was right downtown. And all of a sudden, you know, we're done playing a game. We're in an away city, and we can't go anywhere. We were raiding mini bars. Nice. We were going all over the place, going out to dinner. It was awesome. It was one of like, unfortunately, we lost, uh, which was very disappointing. But we were able to uh, make it, make up for it um, later that evening. Well, yeah, we don't have to talk about the losses. But what do you think about the current? <laughs> we had plenty of them. So. Well, <laughs> well, so I, uh, I cover the Cowboys for SB Nation, and so okay. one of their losses was not fun and almost burnt our side to the ground. Uh, that was a lot of fun when they lost to the New York Jets. What are your thoughts on the 2019 Jets? Um, you know, I thought that uh, the biggest thing is uh, Sam can't get mono. Um, 
that if we can you Good know not do that in 2020 things should be looking up um but when you saw when he came back because people also forget he got mono but then the backup quarterback got hurt right so mm-hmm. they were on third string quarterback and that's going to ruin rhythm that's going to ruin you know a lot of your timing a lot of what you want to do offensively um and, and also they had a lot of injuries on the offensive line a lot of movement there so you saw over the last eight games, they won six out of eight. And so seeing that improvement, once things stabilized with uh, with uh, Sam and, you know, you kind of got the offensive line going a little bit, uh, things are looking up. So I think now instead of having to do wholesale changes and everything big, you know, Joe Douglas and, and Adam Gates can kind of tweak it a little bit more, find areas of improvement um, and continue to improve on the success that they had at the last, last half of the season. I think it's going to be a big offseason for them um, in terms of, Sam's development in terms of, um, you know, dialing down the offense because last year was the first year in Adam Gase's system. Mm-hmm. So this year now you can really dive into the, to the meat of it. Um, and I'm hoping for good things. I'm, you, but I'm always hoping for good things. So I'm eternally optimistic. Do you feel like this is – because I feel like we do this every year. Like, oh, it's the year the Patriots, you know, sort of take a step back, whatever. But the Dolphins kind of have this plan that's, I don't want to say materialized, but – we're seeing some some fruits of their we'll call them labors. The Bills, obviously, a playoff team, and the Jets in year two under Adam Gates. Do you feel like this is okay? The whole division's now finally, you know, stopping stepping on each other's toes. Yeah, I think uh, the division it will continue to get more and more competitive. Um, you know, hopefully, Tom will at some point give up. Um, <laughs> you know, and let someone else have a chance. Um, so selfish. So selfish. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, but. You know, it, it, it is fun and it's neat because the AFC is always, you know, at, having played in it. I'm a little biased. I will I'll admit that. Um, but it, it's it's a lot of fun between Buffalo, um, New England, the New York and Miami. Like the, those four teams, there's just so much history. And, and it's it's a lot more fun when they're winning and having better games than when, you know, New England's always winning and everyone else is losing. I, I feel like when it comes to the conference logos, like I'm sure you just you see the A and you're like, that's that's my thing. You know what I mean? Because you're mm-hmm. an AFC guy. Red and white, pretty, you know, kind of Nick Mangold-ish, you know, Ohio State colors. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's an accident. What are your thoughts, I mean, <laughs> you know, on Ohio State? You know, it's funny. I am a huge sidebar, real quick, back to the AFC. I am a huge AFC fan. So you um, just like root for AFC teams it, in general. When in doubt, I'm going to usually root for AFC teams. Um, but – when uh, and I think it was made a because of playing you know for the Jets in the AFC, but then going to Pro Bowls and the Pro Bowls when I first started was AFC versus NFC, and so I always had like this connection to the AFC. And then when they made the um, idiotic decision to go uh, unconferenced, and it just it really took away. I'm glad that they've gone back to it, yeah, because there is something special about having you know being part of your conference. Right? Hey, we're part of the AFC, even though you know I, I look at like. Kansas City and like ah, I don't like you but you know you're you're one of us so you're cool uh, a lot better than you know those Cowboys does that apply to the Big Ten like- so Big Ten no <laughs> no there's Listen. there's other there's <laughs> battle lines in the Big Ten um, the biggest one being um, the t- we can't say it that school up north um, of course you know, <laughs> Minnesota we all hate them all, everyone hates Minnesota I actually did you know I learned this when I went to the Super Bowl in Minnesota their uh, M is the other school's M or W, the other school's W flipped upside down. Like that's that's a real. It's because it's the so. same font, and, and they huh. got they got oh, like yeah. they got sued. Wisconsin, Wisconsin and, and Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 no, it. it's Michigan's font. Like because they they tried to use like the yellow M, and oh. they couldn't because they got 
they were it was like oh that's rm or whatever so they just were like okay we'll use an upside down w <laughs> and that's why like it goes out a little bit wider than like a standard m if you kind of look at it so it's the font it's the same, same font, font. okay i thought yellow. you were saying they took it from wisconsin yeah yeah i was me confused too. No. so they just made it an upside down w but in the same yeah font. in the same oh, font that oh, michigan uses that's really interesting i don't know why you'd want to do anything like michigan but yeah. i as a lazy. buckeye i'm really. biased so you getting back to the playoff uh i hope so you know, I thought uh, the way that they lost, um, you know, versus Clemson, and it was a, such a – we were gifted by the football gods right. to have a championship game in the first round of the playoffs because that was that was an amazing game. Ended not the way that I wanted. Um, and I feel terrible for the guys. You know, if it's a bang-bang play in the end zone, that happens. But to have a miscommunication, like that's going to weigh heavy on them for a long time. Where do you fall in the playoff? You want to keep it at four? Bump it up to eight. I'd like to see it go to eight. Uh, I also like to see it happen quicker. Uh, sure. I think they had what? It was like fifteen days. Or yeah, something. It's, it's, it's forever. Yeah, and that is forever. That, that's a long time. You lose your rhythm. You lose um, the momentum of the season too. Um, you know, and I know they have every bowl game imaginable. Uh, I think maybe next year I'll sponsor a bowl game. Um, <laughs> the Burns and Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I'll let them pay for it. <laughs> Nick Mangold's Burns Matic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bowl there game. you go. Um, and they just – I would like to see it expand so you can take away the, you know, number five Alabama being like, well, listen, we would have won. Right. Like, well, you probably wouldn't have, but at least give you a fighting chance at it. So, um, you know, I, I think it could be done pretty easily. Um, it, it's just would people – I think people are growing more accustomed to it, so I think it could grow a little bit easier than it was just to make the playoffs happen in the first place. Um, so it, it would be nice. I think college football would love it. Who do you uh, who do you trust more? This might be a bit unfair because it's Ohio State, but so they might have an inherent advantage. But Ryan Day or Adam Gase, like what direction of the of each program do you trust more? Um, I like them both. You know, I, I like nice. the, I like the transition that um, Ryan Day had from Urban. Um, mm-hmm. That was one of my biggest concerns. Was Urban leaving? Like you know, things are going to be in disarray. But uh, Coach Day has done a fantastic job of uh, not only continuing the success that Urban had and, you know, keeping things implemented that way in the traditions that Iowa State has, uh, but putting his own stamp on it and making it his own mm-hmm. team, which uh, instead of just being, you know, a disciple of, of Urban, he's his own guy. And I like seeing that. And um, Adam, you know, I think the jury's still out on. I think, um, you know, when you have your starting quarterback at mono, sure. it, it ruins any energy that you might have had going. So, um, you know, I, I'm excited for him. I love his passion, you know, talking to him, talking about football with him. Um, you know, he loves the game. He loves offense. And it, it's a lot of fun talking because he's got that energy. Um, so I, I just I want to see a full season. I want to see, um, you know, now that the offense is fully imp- implemented, see where we can go. Do you think a Le'Veon Bell move? Does that because that feels like sort of like it's gonna happen? You know, like it's been so awkward from day one there. Or, or do you think that you know there's no awkwardness there? Another offseason, they'll get that under their belts. They'll square that away. I don't know. Um, I I know the awkwardness you know that gets reported in the media, but um, I did, I haven't been there enough to see behind the scenes because there's there's always there's the media story and then there's what's really going on story, mm-hmm. um, and usually. It's somewhere in the middle when you see those two things. And, uh, you know, I found that out personally, you know, being on the team and seeing a story come out and be like, well, yes, that's maybe a little bit true, but it's not the whole story. And, you know, all right. And you kind of forget about it. So seeing that sausage being made, you kind of are able to sit back and be like, listen, you know, where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire. Sure. But sometimes it's just a fog that's blowing through.
I want to talk about Smoke and Fire in just a second, but I saw you played yeah, Wingfoot. Ah, uh, yes. I How did. was it? Oh, it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. The U.S. Open's coming there in June. June, um, And so I uh, had the opportunity to be, I think I'm called an ambassador for the U.S. Open. I think it's the technical term. Yeah, um, that's what your sash says right now. Yeah. <laughs> um and so they were like you know if you want to do this you're more than welcome to come out we're doing the media day for it and you can play around well i would love to and so i was able to to bring a buddy with me um and you know it was other than having to walk which i am i fiercely against walking i don't think that's part of the game i think it makes it more exercise than fun but that's another hill to die on that I'll, i'll die on later um it was beautiful I loved it. And it was kind of a foggy, rainy fall oh, day. Nice. And it was just, and I don't know. There was something very special about it. I loved it. That's awesome. Okay, so burns matic Tell me how to be a, as good of a griller, as good of a chef overall as you are. Well, I think, uh, A, it takes a lot of practice. Um, and you need to grow a better beard. Um, I'm struggling. Yeah, you'll get there. Don't worry. Um, but, you know, Burns has been a fantastic partner. We've been together, I think, four years now we were talking. Um, and being able to use a torch that is usually used in construction mm-hmm. um, and do something else with it and use it for your tailgate. Like if you're walking around a tailgate, you, you know, you're, you're, you're having maybe an adult drink and you're, you're throwing a pigskin around a little bit and you look over and there's somebody, you know, hitting some hitting a little food with a torch with, you know, the fire out there, you're probably going to stop and see what's going on um, because it's amazingly cool and I've loved it. And so uh, this year, because, uh, Obviously, we're here in Miami. We did some Latin-inspired dishes, uh, all using the torch, um, which you can find on all the social media um, for Instagram and Twitter. And it burns them at 1876. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll throw me out there, too. Come see me at, at Nick Mangled. Um, of course. Of course. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. And, you know, it, there's something. Uh, we did we did a dessert uh, with bananas. And it was amazing. Uh, we, a little brown sugar. You slice the banana half. You put a little brown sugar on top. And then you hit it with a caramelize it down, oh. and it was so simple and so easy. But it looks like you're like you're just in this insane chemist. Yeah, like you're, you're Mr. Fancy Pants, yeah. and you know, and everyone loves that. So it's a lot of fun. You can check out all the recipes and everything. Uh, we're also hosting a tailgate party tomorrow um, at the uh, butcher shop in Winwood. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. You can come check things out. We'll do demonstrations because they won't let me bring a torch in here. I've been trying for right. the past four years to bring a torch in. It was like, you know what would be great on Radio Row? Just as much fun as uh, being at a tailgate and seeing a torch would be torching something on Radio Row. And apparently the fire department uh, has frowned upon that. <laughs> Even though I said, you know, what if we hire like a couple of off-duty firefighters to walk around to be with us, yeah. you know? That's, to, cool. That's cool. Get some New York fire department. Right. Yeah, yeah, have totally. them come on down. It would be great. Apparently I'm still not getting approval on that. Maybe next year, Tampa um we'll try we'll try to get that done i just i don't know the suits really have a problem with it well uh maybe maybe let's let's like work over the off season on building like a lighter sized torch you know so, so they like, do have a smaller one um, oh, nice. yeah it's fantastic there's many a different torch. look at that They're, i invented oh, it right now yeah well, <laughs> sort of some copyright laws yeah, yeah copyright yeah. laws and the fact that already invented yeah. patent i think is already in sure. um but that's it. so they have a, a whole wide range of torches from a small little one, uh, which you're doing uh, brulees and everything, all the way up to a, a garden hose, 
uh, you know, where you're hosing, you're burning off weeds and starting your uh, your fire pit and everything. So there's and everything in between. Nice. Well, that's really exciting. Burnsomatic.com. They're on social at Burnsomatic1876. Your Twitter is at oh, Nick Mangle, but the gram, you had to throw in the real. Yeah, because someone took at Nick Mangle. You're not, you're Nick Mangle, though. Like, I feel like you should be able to hit up Instagram and be like, hey. Hey. You want to see my driver's license? I've got a passport. I, you know, I got into a lot of hotels. A I'm lot TSA of pre-check now. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I think if I had that check mark, I should have another one. But no, I just, I figured, you know, let's. Settled because actually there were a couple of there were a handful of Nick Mangolds and Nick Mangold ones and mm. everything and it's just it's kind of weird like I don't understand what people get out of having a fake account for someone else. I want to be you. I want to have a Burnsomatic. You know, maybe I guess. I don't, but I don't, they could just buy a Burnsmatic. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're all going to. So as you should. Nick, I highly uh, recommend it. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Enjoy the rest of time, Miami. You mentioned the tailgate party on Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern at. Uh, the Butcher Shop, Beer Butcher Garden, Shop. and Grill in Winwood. Yeah, it should Thanks be a, a blast. Come on out. Check it out. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you.